Okay. All right. Hold on. I just want to make sure that I get to see comments on Facebook if anybody is commenting. Okay. All right. Hello, everybody. Hello, ER Shred, Shredder Nation, Shredders Unite, all of that good stuff. We are here with Chris Albright right now. This is our very first interview that we're doing that I'm calling the five questions. Five questions with whoever the guest is during that week. And this week it is Chris Albright. She decided to be our, she decided to go first for us all. So thank you, Chris, for being willing to do that. And also I wanted to just quickly introduce this call once again for anyone who may have missed my original video that I did explaining what this is gonna be. So this is a new segment that we're gonna be doing. It's more sporadic. It's not gonna be a scheduled set time every single week, but it will be once per week. I'm just gonna, uh, we're gonna really kind of cater to the person who I'm interviewing and hopefully we can reach different people because we'll be doing it at different times during the day, different times during the week to hopefully reach different people live because I know we all have different schedules and I didn't want to um, have another uh, call on the nights because we already have three and I love that so many people are dedicated and join us on these calls, but I also know that we're all very busy. So that's why this is mainly intended to go on the ER Shred podcast. So if anyone has, is missing this live, then just know that these all these episodes will be on the, the ER Shred podcast. You can find it on iTunes or anywhere else that you listen to any your podcasts. So what this call is intended for is basically an extension of what Jesse and Bob are already doing, but they only have so much time as well. And they would love to get to more of you in the community and you know let you share your story. But this isn't necessarily a a call to share your story, but to answer, really to answer these five questions that are questions that I've selected, that would be the things that I would want to know most about each and every one of you. So Chris, I'm excited to dive into these five questions. And let's start by letting you just share uh, just a few minutes of, you know, introduce yourself, tell us where you live and, um, you know, kids, uh, are you married, not married, and all that kind of basic stuff. So we know we have a little bit of a background of who you are. Okay. Um, I'm married. I, I don't have children. Um, I live in Florida and I'm retired. So we, we've lived in Florida for uh, almost three years, about three years. Uh, we moved here when I retired. Um, my husband has been, has a disability retirement. He was in the Air Force. And um, so he's been retired for a few years, uh, well, quite, quite a few years because it's a disability retirement. But anyways, um, I, was, I have always looked forward to the time where I could retire and we, we could be retired together. It was a long time before that happened. For 30 years, I was in management. And that is, uh, it's not always fun, but because I love people and I love working with people, um, I, I made it fun. I managed um, high-end luxury brand salons and they were large salons. Like I always had a staff of at least 50 people, full service salons. 
So it was, there was never two days the same. And I never knew what I was walking into that day. I could have a schedule, but it just, it, it never stayed the same. Yeah. And, but after 30 years of servicing entitled staff, you know, <laughs> nowadays they just, and, and demanding guests because of the type of salons that I manage. Yeah. Um, I, I, uh, a- after 30 plus years, I, I look forward to retirement. So I wanted to make sure that when I retired, I did exactly what I wanted to do, you know, because we lived fast pace. And yeah. we, when I, when, when I got a vacation, we, we traveled and did things and, and I didn't really get to relax much. I didn't really get to, um, just, just take a, take a breath. Like when I needed it, you know, like even when I was working, if, if I wanted to go in my office and take a breath, there was always someone right there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So you've been retired for how long did you say? Um, well, I retired right before we moved here. So it's been about three years. Oh, that's awesome. And what a beautiful, yeah. beautiful background you got there. So you've moved to Florida, it. Florida just three years ago, or just that location in Florida? Um, we moved to Florida three years ago. We li- we are originally from Michigan and oh. I don't miss no, and I don't miss the ice at all. Uh, yeah. I love, I love the warm weather. Yeah. Um, when we first moved here, my husband and I went out to eat and the waitress said to us, um, where can you go and have seven months of beautiful weather every, you know, seven yeah. months a year of uh-huh. beautiful weather. Oh. So the place I just wanted to, to make sure when we did retire, when I did retire that I, we had, because I didn't want to travel anymore. That wasn't my goal. My girlfriend, yeah. you know, who's retired, she always says, why don't you guys do this? Why we did that. We, we oh. did it. I just wanted for once in my life to work on me and self self management and yeah. our, our forever home, just oh, relax awesome. and enjoy it. Yes. And, um, so now that you are retired and you have more time, you, you, so you are, you want to spend time on, you know, yourself, what is it that you spend time each day on the most? And like, what is, what is it that you're passionate about now in this season of your life? Well, um, working, working on the home was a big thing. Finding the right home. It took us, we rented for almost um, eight months when we first got here looking wow. for the right home. I just knew exactly what I wanted. Yeah. And, um, you know, I wanted to make sure that we had everything we needed and enjoyed what we had because this is what we were going to do when we retired. Yeah. So, um, once we did that, we came down here with one bedroom set and a TV, we had sold all of our furniture, everything. So it, it just was so refreshing to have that um, it, it, it made retirement like looking forward to it. What it, it wasn't an end just because I wasn't going to travel and I wasn't living that fast paced life anymore. It was, um, a new beginning as they say, but I wanted to make sure that it was the right beginning for us. Yeah. And, and I could work on it and spend time, um, reading. I love self-help books. I love, yeah. um, spending time on me and, creating 
an effective, useful, peaceful retirement life, one that, you know, we can, we can both enjoy. Yeah. And, um, and take um, the time to relax and enjoy it, not stop. I didn't, I didn't want to stop. Yeah. But there were a few things I wanted to make sure of. I, I, I still have a to-do list. I just don't, I no longer have a schedule. Yeah. That, I, I love that. Yeah. I, I don't waste time. I, I do give myself time to just be, mm. um, I still have goals, but I've shifted my focus now and yeah. I, I have different goals. I, I, I'm more flexible. I have fun, social, personal goals instead of financial goals. I find my goals are more intangible than tangible. When yeah. I was younger, we were, you know, things and money. Yes. You know, that's why I'm really excited to start doing these little interviews because it's going to be a lot of fun to interview people in all different seasons of life, because I do like to hear like how you've changed from being in that season when you were younger and working hard to, to this new season and how you're managing your time and, and how things shift, because it is kind of cool to hear from people who are a little bit older to know, kind of like give us that wisdom of like, what kind of advice can you give us the younger yeah. generation for, you know, to, to go, go through this season of our life and not feel so heavy all the time of all the burdens of, you know, need to make money. You know, if, if there's any advice that you can give as far as like, I know that we all have to go through the different seasons, but when you can look back on that season, what would it be that, that you would have done a little bit differently? Um, I think I would have been a little easier on myself and a, a, a little more flexible. You know, I, I managed corporate salons, so everything was so um, black and white. Oh. And so I tended to be black and white. There wasn't a lot of gray area and, and um I, I think it would have been less stressful had I been more flexible because now that I am retired and I have learned, I, I'm still focused and I'm still accountable because like I said, I, I didn't want to stop living my life. I just wanted to be retired. Yeah. And I, I've had several people call me to come to work. Um, I have a, a friend that owns school beauty schools down here in Florida and, and she'll call me every once in a while. I, I, I just want to be retired. But yeah. in the past, ha, had I been a little more flexible because I've learned that now I can be flexible and I can still be focused and accountable. Yes, that's awesome. And, you know, so now, now I take, go ahead. I, I, I take like little steps towards my goals instead of giant leaps yeah. And, and stressing myself out because I can enjoy a lot of little, little victories and yeah. that keeps me going. And uh-huh. the obstacles are way less stressful. Oh, I way love less- that. Which would lead into our next question is because I, I really think that this is going to be a fun exercise. Not only is it interesting to hear like what, how do you envision your life in five years? And, you know, to take this time with each of everybody to take the moment, a moment to really visualize what it is that we're, we're reaching for. And I also want to like remove the word striving 
from like my vocabulary because so that I can try harder to not be constantly striving. Like I want to be more in that space where, where you have kind of settled into this place of, I still have my to-do list. I'm still living my life. I've got my dream home, my dream retirement home, but I'm still, I still have goals and, but you have a much more relaxed approach. So I want to hear like. I think what, striving what, to me, Crystal is, is, um, is a stress word. Yeah. I, I like um, learning. I I am always learning. To me, it's still you you're you're focused. You're accountable. You're doing something, but it's not like like that. Strive to me just yeah. sounds sounds very stressful. You're right. That it does. It makes me feel anxious. Yeah. Yeah. Strive for that. You know, I just want it to come more naturally and flow. And it seems like you're, you're very much learning how to flow in your life now, which probably comes with, you know, experience, but how would you envision the next five years of your life? Sounds like you're exactly where you want to be, but uh, like you said, you still have goals. So what would you envision the next five years looks like for you? Well, I, I mean, always learning and growing and um, the, the one, one sentence in, in Sean's uh, file about the toxic scale syndrome, it said, um, be better in five years that, than you were today. So being better at 70 than I am at 65 and being better in all areas, physically, spiritually, intellectually, emotionally, and, and, um, and like I said, learning people have always fascinated me. Mm-hmm. I, I have thought about going back to school, but I, I don't want to schedule. Yeah, I'm retired. Yeah. Keep saying to my brother. I'm I feel retired. like I'm like, I feel like I'm, I'm like on the same page as you. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not retired yet. I still have young kids, but I want to be like exactly the same like mentality as you. I want to live my life the way you're living it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a good goal to have. And there's no schedule. I don't want, I don't, I also love learning, but I don't want to be uh, committed to a schedule. Right. Yeah. So when I thought about going to school, I thought, I don't want a schedule, but, but what's something I can do? Because I do, um, I, I, even though the people I worked with were entitled and high strung and high maintenance and everything, I, I still, I, I miss working with a lot of people every day and, and leaving, like my husband always said to me in Michigan, says to me in Michigan, I had a large network because I was in management so long. I, I knew hundreds of hairdressers and estheticians and nail techs. And um, so in coming here and I only know when well, my brother lives down here and my niece and nephew, but um, I thought, oh, so in the next five years, now that the house is getting kind of settled. I mean, I still have more I want to do, but I, I, I'm ready to get out and meet people. So join clubs, maybe go to the Y now that I'm 65 or oh, um, yoga or even a Bible study or a book club. But what I would like to do is pick a group of people, just some people I find fascinating. Yeah. That I think, wow, they, they really interest me. And, and, but I want to carefully select them. I don't want just anyone in my group. Yeah. Be a little snotty about this. Selective now. Yeah. Yeah. And, 
and just learn about them and have my own little club and, and learn their personalities and what made them what they are today because people have so much history. You know, your, your parents, your husband, your kids, your, but what made you what you are today? What contributed to that? What, you know, well, you know. That's also interesting to me too. That's like, like, that's one of the things I want to really dive in and get to know people in that way. You know, like what is your background, which again, leads us to our next thing, which is another purpose for this call. I want this call to be like, let's, let's uh, brag about you for a minute. Like, I want to hear what are some of the things that you've done in your life that you're most proud of? Um, there actually there's three or four things. So I, I will take a couple minutes to brag. Yeah, yes, I, let's do it. <laughs> well, the first thing to me is I, I, I learned how to pray. You know, I was raised Catholic and, um, when you're Catholic, if you learn, memorize, and recite a prayer, you're, you're praying. But I never felt in my life that I really had a relationship with God, or I was really praying to God. I was reciting a prayer. To me, it was, and, um, and so I took the time to learn how to pray. So I guess I did recite, develop a relationship with God. Uh-huh. Um, and, and I was pretty proud of that because that was really hard for me. You know, from being Catholic and just learning how to recite a prayer to really praying. Um, the other thing that I'm very proud of is um, about 10 years ago, I maybe about 15 years ago now, um, I co-founded a 501c3 called Doing Hair Because We Care. And a friend of mine and I, we, um, it, we what we did was um, find places, salons, and beauty schools where foster children could go and get their hair cut for free. Because a haircut, um, believe it or not, foster children, you know, we, you, your kids, you take them to the hair hairdresser and get their hair cut. And, and foster kids, a lot of them had never even been to a salon. You know, they had their hair done in someone's kitchen or their parents or foster parents took a scissors to their head or it just, just enhancing their self-esteem and seeing that and um, accomplishing what we did. And we had so many salons and schools on board to um, cut these kids hair. And um, if they couldn't get to the salon, we would go to a facility and, and cut their hair. And just to see them, it, it pays you that's why I love Jesse's gratitude days. Yeah. It pays you in ways a paycheck never could. Mm. It, it just is amazing. So if you have a chance to ever donate your time in any way, um, we work real close with an organization called Big Family of Michigan. And um, we would go every year and help them with, you know, their back to school programs and things, their aging out program, things like that. And it just is, um, it's amazing. Like I said, you, you, the feeling you'll be paid in a way that a paycheck could never pay you. Oh, I love that. That is something to be proud of. I love that. I love that. And then the, the next thing I did was, um, when I was working, I, I wrote copyrighted and facilitated 
two um, books, not, not really books, like pamphlets, but uh-huh. um, customer service, because I was very passionate when I was working about customer service, yeah. called Customers for Life. And it was like an interactive um, book on customer service. Um, and then the other one was a Customers for Life program. It was a, a training guide. Um, it was just four short chapters, the, the Customers for Life um, the first chapter, and I, I relate this a lot with ER Shred. The oh, first really? was um, the emotional connection oh. and making your customer's day, which yeah. I find you guys do so many times <laughs> with, with people. Yes. And then the second chapter was um, perception and why your customer feels um, like they do about you in the salon. And how you can make that better instead of being negative. Like if they walked in the salon and it was crazy busy and they said, oh, it's so unorganized today. And instead of saying, yeah, it is unorganized or just say, oh, we're having a training class and it's a really big, you know, training class. And, you know, just it gives them a whole different perception of the salon and to not be negative. And to leave Um, feeling more positive instead of perpetuating the negative vibe that they're getting. Yeah. Yeah. The third chapter differentiation and um say that again. Differentiation. Okay. And it's to me that was the key to a competitive advantage. It was the unique and special benefits that your business has. And ER Shred has a lot of them. Yeah. They're very, very different. Yeah. Ooh, you should share part, like parts of that book in ER Shred. That sounds really interesting. Like scare, share some screenshots or is it for sale on Amazon or anything? Or Well, uh, the, the last chapter, before I get ahead of myself, I'll tell you about this. Okay. But anyway, the last chapter was moments of truth. And that's the details. It's the tangibles and the intangibles and how important the intangibles are. And um, all of the things that create a customer for life. But the part of this, I can share some screenshots if you want me to. That'd be Um, fun. I'd love to see that. But I did get it copyrighted. When I retired, Uh the company I worked for sued me for the copyright. (laughs) Oh. So I I had um, an attorney, a friend who who knew an IP attorney. So he Uh just kind of, he said, you know what? Copyright lawsuits are lengthy. They're very expensive. He said, just sign over the copyright. He said, can you write another program? I said, if I needed to, I could. And, um, and he, I said, this really was written for corporate salons yeah. and place, not privately owned salons. And, oh. and he said, you know, just write it out. And when you get a paper that says sign it over, just sign it over. So I did. So oh. I did get it copyrighted, but I ended up having to sign over the copyright. Oh man! <laughs> so, but I I can still, you know, I can I can still uh, I'm not teaching it or you know selling the book or anything. Yeah, or, yeah. And I think so. you're always allowed to share just portions of things, right? Like small portions. Like you will never um, get in trouble by sharing a portion. It's if you would share the whole entire thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I can do it. I don't, you know. Yeah. They don't, they've never done anything with it since I left anyways, because yeah. they didn't. Oh. 
they didn't. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I was. Well, it sounds like a really, really interesting, like fun book that many of us could read. And like you said, it really kind of has a we, we all have like ER Shred has a lot in common with the things that you've the five chapters that you mentioned. I, I can everything that you mentioned. I'm like, oh, yeah, that sounds like ER Shred. So <laughs> you, that's really cool. And then anything else? Anything else you want to share before we move on to the question? Well, that that is definitely what I'm most proud of, those, those few things. And of course, you know, the marriage to my husband, we, we were together 22 years before we decided to get married. We both had been married before. So okay. um, it, it took a lot of, um, you know, I mean, it was very serious because we were both divorced once and yeah, that we it took a lot of thought and um it was a a good a, a good good move good decision good choice yeah. oh that's so awesome thank you for sharing those things that's fun to hear a little bit about you and the fun things that you've done and accomplished in your life now let's finish off with hearing a little bit about what you what gives you purpose meaning and purpose in life kind of how you view the overall purpose of life sounds like you um, were raised Catholic, but now just, I don't know, do you have, are you still like in a religion or is it more just like connection to God kind of thing? Yeah, it's more of a connection to God. I did grow up Catholic. I, I do believe in God. I believe, you know, with God, all things are possible. I don't really belong to an organized religion right now. I do enjoy, um, Bible studies and going to, you know, and, and learning about the Bible. Um, but it just, I, I just believe that if, um, if uh, you trust and believe in God, then you can trust and believe in anything else you do in life. It just, it, it just is simple. Kind of again, like ER shred. It's like, to me, we overcomplicate our lives you know, the organized religion and, and things like that. It's like, we need to just keep it simple and basic. <laughs> I agree. And, and like the way I can compare like beliefs or religion to, to ER shred is well, what we're promoting with ER shred is finding your own unique blueprint. You know, like we aren't saying you guys, you have to eat this exact way for the rest of your life. We're saying, let's do the 11 days. And then you're going to figure out exactly what your specific blueprint, your diet, your protocol is going to be for your body. And I love that we can open it up in that way and not be like rigid and dogmatic about, okay, everybody has to be doing it this way. Everybody has to agree with this. Everybody has to believe in this. I want to, I want it to be like, let's, let's embrace all of the different views and, figure out what fits for you. What is your spiritual blueprint? You know, is it, is it the universe? Is it being in a religion and just like embracing it all, but also being open to the fact that this is for me personally. And I'm not saying that my way is the way that you should, or like my diet is the way that you should be eating kind of thing. So I love that with, when we compare the diet with spirituality. Yes. Yeah. But purpose in life when when you said that um last week I thought ooh, there's a 50 52 million dollar question it's like, <laughs> I know. like what is what there 
I guess it's a $52 million question because I don't think there's any one answer to that. Mm-hmm. There's so, so many answers. There's, you know, like just always and always growing and learning and striving to be better. And um, just, I, I wrote something down. I just, striving to be better each day throughout our lifetime and to master our God-given virtues to reflect the life and legacy I'm proud of. Sounds more like a mission statement, but I love it. uh, Yeah. I thought really that is a purpose that is. And then I was thinking about that, that book. Um, I, well, I have it right here. This book, seven habits of highly effective people have ever read. Yes. I love that one. I love this book. Yeah. And, I need to reread um, it. It's been years. And and when I think about, you know, when you say what is the purpose of life to you, I think about the habit, um, begin with the end in mind. Mm. I love that. Yeah. Actually, I I I thought if if it's okay with you, yeah, I thought we could end like that and and if I could just read the, it's just like a few yes. little paragraphs. Yes, and, I love it. Everyone could, can do this little exercise. Yeah. Can I we do that? that? Yes, absolutely. That sounds perfect. Okay. So I, I'm going to read it right out of the book because there's no better way to say it. Okay. But if you do this little exercise, um, we, we can all do it together. Okay. So just if we have just a few minutes of uninterrupted, really quiet time, clear your mind of everything except what I'm gonna read and what I'm going to invite you to do. Don't worry about your schedule. Don't worry about business, your family, your friends. Just focus on what I'm reading and really, really open your mind. So close your eyes, sit back. In your mind's eyes, see yourself going to the funeral of a loved one. Picture yourself driving to the funeral parlor or chapel, parking the car and getting out. As you walk inside the building, you notice the flowers, the soft organ music. You see the faces of friends and family as you pass along the way. You feel shared, the shared sorrow of losing, the joy of having known that radiates from the hearts of people there. As you walk down to the front of the room and look inside the casket, you suddenly come face to face with yourself. This is your funeral three years from today. All these people have come to honor you to express feelings of love and appreciation for your life. As you take a seat and wait for the services to begin, you look at the program in your hand. There are to be four speakers. The first is from your family immediate and also extended children, brothers, sisters, nephews, nieces, aunts, uncles, cousins, and grandparents who have come from all over to attend. The second speaker is one of your friends, someone who can give a sense of what you were as a person. And the third speaker is from your work of profession. And the fourth is from your church or some community organization where you've been involved in service. Now think deeply, what would you like each of these speakers to say about you in your life? What kind of husband, wife, 
father, mother, would you like their words to reflect? What kind of son or daughter or cousin? What kind of friend, what kind of working associate? What character would you like them to have seen in you? What contributions, what achievements would you want them to remember? Look carefully at the people around you and what difference you would have made in their lives. So now you need just to take a few minutes and jot down all the impressions and what you would like people to say about you. And that is your paradigm for your life. That's how you follow your life because that's how you want people to view you. Oh, I love that. Such an inspiring way to end this and leaving everyone with a little assignment. Cause I think that as I was thinking about all those questions, I was like, oh, this would be great to really sit and ponder and write all these things down. And like you said, have that end in mind, just not, not that we're taking away from the now, but so that we can always be who we really want to be in the end now. <laughs> right, exactly. It's like walk the talk, practice what you preach. Yeah. And the other thing is um, it goals, you know, like even with the ER shred that, that I keep bringing that into it because so much of everything life applies to it. Like, you know, once you start ER shred, you have, a, you have an end in mind. You, you know what you want from this. Yeah. Like, like diets, people don't stay on diets because they're not getting what they want from it. Yeah. And, yeah. it, and it just, also not sustainable. It seems like, yeah, people have lost the weight here and there with different protocols, but they're never able to stick with it. And that's been the most miraculous part about the ER shred is that even for my, myself, I'm just still blown away that I've been able to do this for over a year now. And, you know, <laughs> like I have my own unique blueprint, but I'm, I still have not caved and had any sugar. I haven't had any gluten or soy or corn. It's just certain things that I've been able to eliminate completely. Like I haven't had any pizza. Like for me, that's like, whoa, <laughs> pizza. <laughs> we could go a year without pizza and not be like feeling this constant deprivation. I feel satisfied every day. And that is the miracle of this protocol because it's something that is sustainable and that people can literally make it a lifestyle. Yes. That is so fun. I am so excited about this call because I feel like I know you so much better now. And I love that everyone else in the community can now get to know more of who Chris Albright is and <laughs> she's proud of what she's done and a few things that she's accomplished in her life, where she lives, her, her status, and also her goals, her beliefs, like such a beautiful thing. I'm just excited to, to get it was to fun. I'm, I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I, I'm glad I participate. I, I don't like being a spectator. I like to Good. I'm glad. And you, and you went first. So thank you for being the brave one and going first. And Welcome. this is going to be a lot of fun. I, I, I just really feel like by, by, you know, with Jesse's calls and Bob's calls and on the come alive calls, this is our way to bring the, the community, the online community to life, because although we're on different opposite ends of the United States, I feel like we are literally sitting down together and 
having a little cup of coffee or lunch and that's fun. You know, it's fun to get to do that, especially with COVID. And, you know, a lot of people are feeling isolated and this way we feel like we still have friends, friends from afar. We have friends all over the U S and yes, we do. Don't we? Yes. And we could be traveling once everything calms down. I think, you know, we could be traveling to any state and we're going to be like calling up our ER shred friends, like, Hey, I'll be in town. Let's get together. (laughs) That's right. Um, make me make me a steak (laughs) yeah let's get together let's go let's have some barbecue some steaks and some butter and (laughs) oh this is so fun thank you so much for doing this chris this has been thank you and just to remind everybody i'm going to be putting this up on the podcast so if you miss these then they they will all be up on the podcast we'll be doing one per week so Thank you again, Chris. And thank you all for who has joined us over on the Facebook group. And we'll see you again next week. We will still do it next week. We'll fit it. We'll squeeze it in somewhere, even though it's like Christmas week. We can squeeze in 30 minutes to go up on the podcast. (laughs) All right. You guys have a good day. Thanks, Chris.